This week's Workplace of the Week, uh, I've come to see Karen Mills in Crew. Hi, Karen, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, so, what's this little place that you've got here? What is it all about? What are you called? What do you do here? Okay, this is Zen Occupational Health, and we moved into Spring Farm Business Centre off Moss Lane in Crew in May. And our aim is to provide occupational health to local businesses in Cheshire. Um, I've actually been, uh, the business has been set up for two years um, and my goal was always to have a clinic here in Crewe, um, which is where I live and work, um, so that I, so people can come here if I can't see people at the workplace um, they can have counselling or they can be assessed or we can do various um, clinical procedures that they may need um, because of the job that they're doing. So this, so this, build, this room I'm sitting in here is, is a surgery, so to speak. Is, is that right term to use? Technically, yeah, yeah. yeah. We will do um, assessments on people here that have been off, uh, had long-term sickness absences, and that could be anything from a mental health problem to a medical problem such as a heart attack, or they may be recovering from cancer. So we're going to advise on any adjustments that they may need at work. Um, also here we can carry out things like lung function tests, hearing tests, um, skin inspections. They may need a blood test or drug and alcohol testing. Those sort of things can be done here. Yeah. Wow. So how long have you been here for? Um, since May this year. May. So uh, is, have you only been in business since May? Or have you, does it go back a bit further than that? Um, I've actually been trading for two years and I've been in the business of occupational health for about 11 years now. So have you seen some changes in those years? Those two years. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking, weren't we, mm. when I, I first met you? Um, I think a re- a, when I first started out in occupational health, a lot of the problems that we were seeing were more musculoskeletal problems, and now it tends to be um, the biggest problems, unfortunately, now are mental health problems. Um, but I'm glad to see we are doing raising a lot more awareness and trying to help people a lot more and employers, you know, get them to come on board a lot more and getting them trained up to help them identify and deal with it. So, Karen, why do you think it's more mental um, issues now in the workplace and not physical? I think there's lots of different reasons. We live in a lot faster pace of life. Um, there's a lot more expectations on employees um, zero hours contracts there's um, people because work is harder to find people are more inclined to just kind of put up and get on with it and they do become more stressed at work and they're frightened to say the way they're feeling because they may lose the jobs um, hopefully I think that will improve in the future because there is more awareness about that I've certainly seen a lot more anxiety and stress in the younger generation you know, anything from, we do see young people from sort of age 16 up to about age 25, we're seeing more of anxiety in them and I think that's because of social media. I mean, once I had a a discussion with a psychotherapist that I did a course with and he felt that the world is just such a bigger place for them because of the internet, um, they can get credit, they want new houses, they want new cars, they're more concerned about their image. There's a lot more pressure on young people than there was, certainly when I was growing up, <clears throat> although I'm not going to reveal my age. <laughs> you know, um, you were lucky if you were allowed to use, you know, your home phone and you went out to see your friends and, you you know, we had maybe a magazine that you could buy once a week. There wasn't that very much on telly. 
you know, there wasn't the pressures that there were, that there are on young people today. And that is definitely contributing to, you know, the mental health of young people um, becoming a problem. And I think in the workplace, we're just not equipped to be aware of it or look after it. And the way young people communicate via texts and emails and social media, that they're, they're not very good at talking, I don't think. Um, and... You know, so they, they won't reach out to, to colleagues or, or managers at work and we need to be um, sort of training them in how to do that, in how to support them and, and um, millennials are called, aren't they? Millennials. The they? <laughs> now I feel old now. <laughs> we, need to be, we need to be more supportive. I think when I was that age, um, you know, we just went to work and we wanted to earn money. Whereas uh, I believe there's some research done recently about young people and it's saying that when they look for a job, they're going to look for a job where they know that they can feel supported. Well, that didn't even cross our mind, you know, when we were younger. It was just about the money, you know. We need to earn lots of money and (laughs) get the things that we want and we didn't really think about the surroundings or the support. Um, So it's quite interesting, isn't it, where, where we're at really in the workplace at the moment. Uh, so at Zen here, Karen, do you do everything here in this uh, in this office, or do you go out and about? Yeah, we go out and about quite a lot. Doing um, we call it health surveillance. Um, so we will carry out things like lung function, eye tests, um, hearing tests, skin inspections, and that'll be because the employees in the workplace will be subjected to certain hazards like dust, um, fume, um, noise, vibration, chemicals. So rather than um, having to bring people out of the workplace, it's more convenient if we go there, they um, provide a private room, and then we will do clinic appointments um, there for them and then be able to obviously assess their fitness to work and advise the managers on any um, adjustments that, that they may need. And we're checking that all the control measures are in place for them and that they're safe to be at work. So a recent contract that I've just won, Dairy Golden Crew, um, I've just done a clinic for them. So we're in the process of screening all their employees. And a lot of the health and safety regulations is that people require like a yearly check on their health if they're working with certain hazards. Um, so we do that around the northwest. Um, but also, again, sometimes um, the employer doesn't want somebody to come out of the workplace who has had sickness absence. They might have gone back to work. Um, so you're not disrupting the day. They could be losing a few hours of the day having to come to the clinic. We will just go to the workplace and we'll do an appointment there. Or alternatively, if, if the... Um, situation allows it we can do a telephone consultation so we would just ring them from the office here and they'd have a private room in their their workplace and we can um, speak to them about whatever's gone on why they've been off sick and make sure that they they've got the correct adjustments needed for them to be back at work and be safe and stay in work and be well so karen if somebody's listening to this and they are questioning do I need to see an occupational health professional? Uh, when when does somebody need to make that call? Somebody make, need to make that contact? I would say anybody who's having repeated absence. So they may have been off work for, you know, four, five, six times in a year, but you're not really sure why. And it could be that there's an underlying medical condition and they may need some support with that. 
Um, and only we can really, as a medical person, ask those questions or understand the medical um, diagnosis. So it would be helpful for you to get an assessment and a report on that individual with their consent. I think anybody that has a serious mental health condition that you're, you don't understand as a manager or a HR individual, and again, you might need some um, further support with it. Um, we can advise on things like, you know, they may need other professionals involved to help them, like counselling. Um, they may they may need um, access to work. So there's government bodies that can help people stay in work if they've got mental health or medical conditions. And we, we're best place really to make that assessment and, and for them to get that help. Um, people might have complex musculoskeletal problems where we see, okay, their pain might be better managed and we can put a different viewpoint on that. They may not have been given the right information or they might not have been referred to the right people from the GP because, as we know, it's hard to get a GP appointment or, you know, people um, only get 10 minutes with the GP and they haven't got time to properly assess them. We can write to doctors and we wouldn't charge any money for that to get them the support they need. Um, we can refer to alternative therapies if we feel that would be important. We use a physio service and they can do assessments over the phone um, or face-to-face, sort of anywhere around the country really. And they issue a report so we can get a good in-depth um, assessment done about their musculoskeletal problem. And then after that we can advise on any adjustments they might need. So I think anywhere, anywhere where possibly... Um, you feel like, oh, okay, I'm not understanding why this person is off sick so much or, you know, we don't feel that they're getting back when they should be getting back after they might have had an operation or, you know, you just feel it's not appropriate how long they've been off, then you should get our support or if you feel like it's a continual problem and you, and you need our help um, or if in doubt, just give us a call and we can advise you over the phone. That doesn't cost you anything, you know, for um, just some free advice. Um, it's an interesting point you've just made, which has just popped... Uh, I'm going to do that again. Interesting point you've just made. An employer can contact you about an employee that they are concerned about. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so you d- they don't have to give any details, um, you know, the age, the name, etc. It can just be in confidence... You know, we've got an employee, they've got this condition, um, how do you think we should handle this? And then we can advise whether um, a referral needs to be done to us and whether we need to do an assessment. Um, I can give you an example. Um, we recently had an inquiry from a car, car company in Northwich and they had somebody with quite a serious mental health condition and they rung us for advice and asked if we need to see this person. Well, the person was in the process of going back into hospital to have specialist help. And we said, look, not the moment. Let them have the help that they need. Let them be discharged. And, you know, having support in the community, probably from a community psychiatric nurse. And then when you feel they're at a point where they may be returning to work, then that would be a good idea for us to get involved. And we can, you know, decide on what hours they should work with your help and what jobs they may or may not be able to do, and we can provide advice and a, and a report then. So we'll often get inquiries about, you know, when do you think we should refer? You know, is this situation something that we need to get you 
to do an assessment on or should we get someone else to do it you know is it better if a physio is involved or should we go straight to an occupational health doctor um so all that advice can be given free over the phone yeah so if somebody wants to get in contact with you where can they find you do you have social media pages do you have website um how do people get in contact with you yeah um so we've got a website um Zell occupational health you can find that if you google us um we're obviously um on the phone here and um Zen occupational health moss lane and crew and we've also got a Twitter account and I'm on LinkedIn as well. So you can access us through social media and the internet. Thank you very much, Karen.